Hey, what's up everyone out there? Welcome to another episode of the Addicted Fishing Podcast. We've got just a few people in the studio tonight, but we have a new face. You want to introduce yourself, buddy? What's going on, guys? My name is Maverick, uh, Maverick Jose from Minnesota. Out here hanging out with us. Out here hanging out. Salmon. It's an honor to be here. Thanks, dude. Thanks for coming out. And of course, we have Clint in the studio with us tonight, recording it and sitting in. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Should be all right. (laughs) Dialed. (laughs) So if the audio doesn't sound like absolutely amazing on this one, it's because Clint's not listening to it because he's sitting in it. It's all right. It'll work out. We decided to recruit Clint for the show tonight, so. Yes. He's been in last night. (laughs) And last night. Yeah, Clint got the extra hours last night. Yeah. Yeah, so Mav is kind of traveling. If you guys don't know who Mav is, we'll put a link down below to his YouTube channel if you guys want to check it out. But you are basically traveling around the country just living in your truck yeah that's that's been the uh, the whole premise of it yeah keep on trucking keep on trucking that's the model man and i've been uh on the road now for what four months give or take like two weeks i've taken like two weeks off sleeping in beds and stuff but yeah four months about so what uh what states have you gone through so far uh it's been mostly west coast centric by mostly i mean it's been just the west coast so uh the first time i came out here i drove through the south dakota and then montana um, up to Washington and then down to Northern California. I only got as far as uh, Sausalito. And then I had to drive all the way back to Minnesota because I had a mosquito trip planned in Canada. So I like drove all the way back to Minnesota, like straight shot, um, hit North Dakota on the way home. Um, and then on this trip, I basically shot from Minnesota all the way back down to uh, Southern California. And I've been Southern California to Idaho and then Back to Washington. Back to Washington. Yeah. That's freaking insane, dude. So what was kind of the reason behind it all? Like, what made you, like, want to just get in your truck and freaking roll around and do it? It's a, that's the million-dollar question. I mean, I was getting kind of sick of, you know, like, experiencing the same things out in Minnesota. I mean, I just knew that there was more out there to get done, and I wanted to do it on the cheap. Like, I'm not I'm, – I feel like I'm pretty frugal. So, yeah. like, I didn't want to spend a bunch of money, and I wanted to get on fishing stuff. And I want to get on like fishing opportunities that were like different. So I can uh, I can attest to that because we went to the casino the other night and he literally started with forty dollars <laughs> and cashed out with thirty eight dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's it's it, like, it's like, yeah. it's like an ATM fee from the casino. Just play play a few slots and get your money back. But it was a good time. Yeah, it was, it was fun. fun. It yeah. was fun. So Mavs out here. We're filming some content actually for both of our channels. So we were able to get out and do salmon fishing one day. Yeah. Which was a grind. Yeah, it's been a grind. I mean, we've gone salmon fishing twice, and I don't know what's going on. It's the weather or what, but it's been, yeah, it's been a grind. It is not good fishing right now. <laughs> and typically this, so basically what's happened is, is in the Northwest right now, as a lot of you addicts listening know, we haven't had rain for a long time. So a lot of the rivers are super, super low, and the fish just aren't coming. And so to protect the resource, a lot of the, you know, WDFWs closed a lot of rivers down. Mm-hmm. Which sucks, but... In the long run, it's better for all of us because we want fish to be able to return in the future. So, yeah, well, uh, that's why yeah. we got thrown a, a bad roll of dice, bad, but bad bone. What was fun was day two or day one, though. We did end up landing on a just pod of fish. Yeah, we found a bunch of coho, which was awesome. That yeah, was, that was crazy. I never had fishing like that before. But and then yesterday we went and did some crabbing. And got some crabbing. Uh, barely squeaked out. Clint and I barely squeaked out a uh, <laughs> a legal crab. We got a six and a quarter incher. So for those of you that are in the Pacific Northwest, you know that's like the area that we were in. It's a quarter inch over. So we got we got blessed by the fish gods yesterday. Nice Somebody's day. looking down on did us. Did you eat it? We did. We cooked it up in the back of the truck. There's gonna be a video on my channel probably within the next couple weeks here. So that's freaking awesome. Yeah. We caught some surf perch and stuff too, which was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun, but it was a grind. It was a grind. It, I mean, 
all the way to the very end, like oh yeah. dark thirty, supposed to be off the docks, and yeah. And it's funny, all you addicts out there, I got a story that you could probably relate to because basically, how, the reason Mav came out here was he was kind of, I think, looking for some areas to go film some other content, and I had texted him and said, dude the salmon fishing is bonkers. Yeah. Like, come oh, out yeah. here and fish yeah. because we were, like, smashing some salmon. Like, <laughs> it was really, really good. And then Mav goes to Idaho, films a bunch of cool stuff there, and then hits it here on his way back. And by that time, the rivers had dropped extremely low. Yeah. Yep. They closed a bunch of rivers on us. They moved some rivers to one fish limits, and the fishing just changed that quick and all you addicts out there i'm sure that live in the northwest can really like relate to yeah that. everybody felt that i mean it is what it is man it's fishing yeah. it, does, it does it doesn't change like no nothing you can do about it any kind of fishing that yeah that stuff happens i think that's why we all love fishing right so freaking much it because it's good like exactly at those yeah. days that then you float down and you have these just beat down days you those are you're chasing those all the time right. like chasing that next trade so what's uh What's next, you think? What do you? What are kind of your plans? Like, you know, are you gonna go keep traveling around in the truck and living in it, or? Yeah, no, I, I want to do at least a year in the truck. Um, you know, I might be, might be kind of jumping the gun on that because I am going back home for Thanksgiving, and I'm kind of kicking around the idea of like staying back home um, for the month of December just until Christmas, just so I can spend some time with my family. Um, I'm an only child, so my uh, my parents kind of miss me a lot. They're calling you. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, that lunch. makes so much sense now. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. here comes the jokes. Here comes the jokes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, so I'm gonna go back home for Thanksgiving, see some family, and then I might end up staying back in Minnesota um, until Christmas, just knock out some ice fishing stuff. I'm gonna do like some. I really want to do like some winter camping stuff, where I do like overnights in portable ice shacks. Um, I'm gonna do one for walleye, do one for trout. I might end up doing like a. A sleeping in an igloo something because there's not a lot of places that you can like you know go and do like ice fishing and like sleeping on the ice so minnesota is a good one for that um but i want to do like a boundary waters trip where like i make like a snow fort and like sleep in it and do like a you know a couple mile hike out and like that's pretty really be out there i think it would be scary but it'd be fun that sounds i know uh, a couple of my buddies in college actually used to do it when i was a freshman and it always just scared the absolute hell out of me but uh not but stuck with you and yeah. appealed so now you want to yeah. go try it right that's super cool. Well, that's kind of what I've liked about your channel, Mav, is like when I watch it, you can tell that you're just literally like going around and like having a good time and enjoying fishing and just filming it. Yeah, I'm just trying to do stuff like that. Like YouTube's great because I think it's pushing me to do stuff that I normally like would be kind of scared to. Like I'd be like, oh, I'm comfortable like not doing that. Like it sounds fun, but like it also sounds like a thing that could like, you know, something could go wrong. I could break My truck could break down. Something could go wrong, and I don't really want to do it. So, like, I think YouTube's good because it, like, kind of gives me a push forward to actually, like, commit to stuff. Absolutely. Well, what's been your favorite so far trip that you've done, like, area or fishing or highlight? My highlight so far? Um, that's a tough one. I think I have really good memories of the first trip um, hanging out in Montana. There's a little town that I found called Craig. Uh, there's, like, a town of, like, 28 people. And uh, I ended up, yeah, people. and it's like a fly fishing town, dude. Like it's, it was Is pretty that a cool. Town, I guess, dude. I stumbled across it just randomly. My, uh, my buddy actually, Jake, um, he's got a YouTube channel too. Um, he, he like used to live out there, and he used to, uh, used to like go fly fishing from shore and stuff. And he was like telling me all these good spots, and I ended up stopping in the town. It was like late at night, and I ended up going to the bar and meeting a bartender there and the dude like took me out fishing the next couple days and like showed me this sweet spot on the river i think it was the madison river 
yeah, the Madison River, and we were just slapping around Rainbow Trout, and there's huge browns, and it was crazy. I spent a couple days in Montana, and like, I don't know. That area is really cool. Yeah. Montana is freaking awesome. Yeah, I've only been once, but I really want to go back and do a bunch of trout fishing there because yeah. it's got some insane trout fishing. But I was also super heartbroken on the drive down to Northern California because I was in a big rush to uh, go meet up with a fellow YouTuber down there to go collaborate. And I had to drive straight through Oregon. I stayed one night in Oregon, and I got to do some Dungeness crab fishing, which was... Or, Snaring, not fishing. You guys are gonna correct me on that, you addicts. <laughs> snaring, but, uh, yeah. yeah, snaring. So I snared a couple dungeness, but uh, that was a lot of fun. But I had to skip through the whole state of Oregon, and I was just, I, I was bummed. Like the whole reason I went like West Coast because I wanted to explore more of Oregon, mm -hmm. and like I had to like drive through all this stuff and like the redwoods and. Are you planning, so when you bail from here, or do you think you're going to kind of cruise down through Oregon, or what are you thinking? I might spend a little bit of time there. I've got some friends, like, so actually when I came here, I spent some time with, I spent some time with some buddies in Portland, and then I have another friend that I just found out lives in Portland, so I'm going to go meet up with him for lunch or something tomorrow, but to be determined if I'm going to, like, you know, stick around in Oregon for a little bit. Yeah. It is pretty rainy right now because the winter season, like, kind of hit it wrong, but maybe I'll go on, like, a hike or something just to, you know kind of decompress after filming like seven videos in a yeah, row dude. the last couple yeah. weeks. Yeah, we've been we've been filming some videos. <laughs> yeah. Which make sure you guys tap subscribe and turn on those bells because we'll have those out probably sometime after after this uh, podcast goes live. And don't forget Matt's channel down below because he's going to have some stuff that hopefully features us. We'll see. He might cut us out of every... <laughs> You're going to have like five videos on my channel now. <laughs> I might be in the background creeping a little creeping, bit. Yeah, right. Crab. So Clint and I went razor clamming last night. That's something I've been kind of wanting to do for a while. Just have never had the means to. And he showed me the ropes and we're going to have a video on my channel for sure of doing like some razor clam catch and cook. Um, yeah. Was that cool? Did you enjoy that? It was cool. We we met a, uh, we met a, a weird old gentleman last night and he thought he totally thought we were the DNR. Um, we pull up and like you could see his headlamp like kind of just kept going horizontal, like looking right at the truck. And I was like, I was just kind of laughing in the truck because I kind of knew it was going on. And Clint came back and said that uh, there's clams there. And so like we were walking the shores, like trying to find like you know the little dimples or whatever. And there's just razor clams just on the shores, like little razor clams. And this guy just smelled like a bottle of scotch and a box of Marbreds. Like, he was just drunker than, than yeah. sin. And, and he was just freaking, yeah. like, not keeping the small ones. Well, even, no. Yeah. No, and even in front of us, dude, like, he'd, like, take them out and he'd put them in a big puddle. And he'd, he'd like, try to cover them with sand and he'd, like, stomp them. And, like, they'd, like, break the shell. It was ridiculous. It was, wow. It was bad. I, was, I mean, we ended up, I mean, Mav ended up picking, he's like, yeah, oh, I, I, was I have more than up. my limit, and he threw a bunch out, and Mav was, I'm like, cause I explained to Mav, like, whatever you dig, you got to keep, no yeah. matter what the size is and stuff, it's the law, right? So, I was so Mav was like, alright, so Mav just scooped him up and made him part of his limit or yeah. whatever, but when we were walking, I mean, he even said when we rolled up, cause it, dude, we got to, like, before we got there, it was so foggy, yeah. and we drove, I and mean, you couldn't see anything, and we just drove north <laughs> until we found someone, and that's probably why that dude was... Oh, so far, was yeah. out there by himself, but it was sketch. But we we kept trying to avoid him and yeah. do our own jam. But I mean, you, it was it was you, pretty you can, quick. You can just murder him just right there at the approach. <laughs> Probably should have just called the. Well, we tried that. We DNR. were looking around. There wasn't. There weren't. They weren't showing very good there. So we drove up a little further yeah. north, and they were showing a lot yeah, better. Were. So I mean, we dig one hole, and then there'd be five right around. I mean, you could. I mean, it it happened, and if yeah. we would have just sat there and not kind of messed around and stuff, we would have. Been done so fast. Been done yeah. super well, you can, if you want to, you can go around and like actually try to target like the bigger dimples yeah. and stuff and get the bigger clamps. Yeah, I've never done it at night. It's such a nightmare at night though with headlamps and stuff. Oh, it's I can so hard, oh, it was, yeah. dude. It's, it was hard to find the dimples even. Yeah, 
it was it was it, so we just we did it really quick and we blasted out of there but have you cooked them yet i haven't i got them in my truck yet i still gotta clean them so i'm, I'm been kind of a lazy guy today <laughs> we went fishing this morning and like uh, maybe should have done that. <laughs> yeah, right. Should have cleaned some clams. Yeah, should have cleaned some clams. Well, stuff. what's what's been like your worst experience or your low? Like I saw something on there where you got robbed. I've seen yeah. like you went to some sketch like no law town or like I don't know. You've yeah. done some weird, crazy things like so bad stuff that's happened. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be a good part of this podcast, dude. Like honestly, I'm trying to have like I'm trying to think of something like that's detrimental that's happened. Oh, okay, here we go. All right. Um, this isn't like a bad people thing though this is like more of a bad play by me um the other like two weeks ago i was camping up in like the mountains with one of my friends hannah and uh we were like 50 miles away from any town and like any phone service right so we're both up in this mountain and like we sleep overnight there everything's good like we're gonna drive back and i'm following her she lives in her van so like i'm following her out and uh my water jug is in my back seat, right? And it's a seven-gallon water jug, so, like, you know, it's got some weight to it. And my water jug rests on these, like, these hefty, um, what are they called? Like, storage containers? Totes, the yeah. plastic totes. The plastic yeah. totes. And I have that stuff kind of filled, you know, like, with my dry food, like, my fishing tackle. I have, like, a wetsuit in one. So I have, like, four of these in the back, right? Um, and we're going down these, like, windy roads and up and down, like, mountains and stuff. And that water jug just decides it, like, wants to start sliding across the top of these, like, these big totes, right? And it's tipping over my totes, and it's sliding all the way over to the one side of my truck in the back seat. And then it'll, we'll take another corner, and it'll, it'll slide right into my door. And this thing's plastic, right? It's got seven gallons of water of it, and it's got, like, a small <laughs> little plastic nozzle, okay? So it's, like, sliding into my door, and you can hear it, like, crunching when it hits my door. It's like... <laughs> I'm like, oh, my, this is not good. So I'm, like, driving... And I have one hand on the steering wheel, and I'm trying to, like, reach behind my seat and, like, push it because it's, like, stuck, and I can hear it, like, cracking on my door. So I'm, like, trying to push it back so it's, like, not hitting my door. And while I'm doing that, I barely pull my wheel, like, to the right, and I'm still in the mountains. Like, there's rocks on the shoulder. I hit a, like, giant, not a giant, like a, you know, like two softball-sized mm -hmm. rocks, and my two passenger tires just, boom, boom, just... <laughs> leaking air they're blown i'm like i can feel like my truck like jolting and stuff and so i break and i stop and hannah's right in front of me and i'm like just embarrassed at this point i'm like this girl just totally saw me like hit this rock like, like she probably got out and changed her tires for you though, right? <laughs> right yeah no <laughs> but no she keeps driving she keeps driving she didn't see anything because she, she listens to a bunch she like listens to music and stuff while she's driving so like she, apparently she didn't hear anything and she just keeps driving and I watch her, like, go around this corner, and I'm like, okay, she's going to turn out. She'll see me. And she goes around the other corner, and then she's just gone. And I'm out there, like, 30 miles away from any town by myself, no phone service. Like, haven't seen a car this whole drive. Like, ah, this is good. So I just throw the hazards on, and, like, I go and look at my truck, and my two passenger side tires are blown. And my other, my rim on my front tire is completely wrecked. And I'm like, this is not great. So, like, I don't know. I had to, my first initial thought was to get the spare on. I don't know why, because I had two blown tires. I only have one spare. And so I was starting to get the spare on, and luckily somebody drove by, ended up telling them what happened. He drove down. There was, like, a ranger station at the bottom of the bottom of the mountain, so he told the rangers what happened, and they came up and helped me get my spare on and, like, take my other tire off, and they told me about, like, a spot in town where I could go to 
go get a, like a replacement tire. So Hannah ended up coming back. We uh, got a replacement tire in my rim that was okay, and then I I rode on a spare for uh, for actually like two weeks before I ended up getting a new set of tires. Huh. So it was, what did Hannah say? <laughs> oh, she, okay. So this is funny. She thought I was like getting onto my car and like taking pictures or something because I don't know. She she came up and she told me that she was pissed because she thought I was like dicking off on the trail basically she said that she thought i was like you know messing around and like parked somewhere and was like taking pictures like the mountain or something and so she was sitting down there for like what was like 23 24 minutes just at the bottom of the hill so she was sitting there for a while and like yeah she came up and she was like really pissed and then she saw that my car was broken down she's like oh well that's now i feel bad (laughs) now i feel bad because she was she was just waiting down there she's she was actually like gonna go as far as like leaving because she was so mad that like she thought I was, like, staying there and, like, you know, holding her back. She was going to, like, leave and go to the town that we were going to plan a meeting in and uh, was just going to wait for me. But then she was like, ah, well, he could actually be dead or something. and could have fallen off the cliff. Yeah, so, like, something could have happened. Yeah, so luckily she came back because she was kind of, like, my saving grace of, like, getting to town and getting my tire back on. So Nice. Been, yeah, the next culture play on that one. That's freaking cool. So where did you meet? You just meet her out kind of about? I met her on Tinder uh, in St. Paul. So Perfect. she's actually from Minnesota, too. So we met... She was actually a big inspiration of why I started moving, like, lived in my truck, like, started moving into my truck. So, like, I had just started doing, like, my YouTube, like, truck camping videos. I was sleeping on a cot and stuff, and, like, I knew I wanted to do a build, but I never, like, really had, like, a fire under my ass to, like, get it done. Mm-hmm. So then I met Hannah, and she already lived out of her van full-time. So, like, I was spending a lot of time with her in her van and stuff, and her van's really impressive. Like, she bought, like, a $3,000 Ford Econoline, like, old-school Econoline, yeah. and, like, built out the whole yeah. thing by herself with, like, cedar wood and stuff. So I was, like, really impressed right off the bat. I was like, wow, like, I need to do something with my truck. So then we just started talking about it, and then she was like, oh, I have all the tools. Like, her dad's a framer, so, like, he has all these, like, sick saws and, mm-hmm. like, you know, all these fancy drills and stuff. So I went over to their house, and uh, just one day her and I built out my truck. That's that's insane. Yeah. Did you come up with, like, the con- – you already kind of knew what you wanted in the back like, in it. So what, what's – kind of explain to the people listening – what you've kind of done with it yeah so essentially it's just like you know it's it's just a drawer system underneath underneath the bed so i have two drawers that run side by side um that go the full six and a half feet of my my truck bed length um they're running on i have them on like a plastic like what you'd use on like decking material i use like plastic decking so it'll it'll slide nice on uh on my truck bed liner because i have like one of those crappy like plastic truck bed liners so It'll slot the drawers slide super nice even when they're fully weighted down, but I get like the full storage of my bed, but I can slide them out in drawers. So I have that, and then on top of that, it's surfaced with um, just some plywood, which is covered with uh, some turf. So I got like I, I got turf on it. So I ended up doing turf instead of carpet or linoleum. Linoleum super expensive, and like I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on my yeah. on my build. And then carpet I feel like would stain and like get gross. So I was like. Turf, turf doesn't look bad either. Gives me the placebo effect that I'm like sleeping outside too. Like I'm in grass. <laughs> nice. So then, yeah. So I got I got turf, and then I have a four inch twin mattress. Like it's a foam IKEA mattress. It's just nothing fancy. Gets the job done. And then uh, I have a Dometic fridge in the back. So it's like a fridge slash freezer. I think it's like a forty liter one. Fits like something like thirty five to forty cans of beer or or pop for you kids. But uh. <laughs> It uh, it keeps stuff cold. It can get down to like negative seven degrees, which is crazy. So um, I can like freeze stuff if I want. But the only problem is it's not like 
I can't have a freezer and a fridge assist, a fridge or freezer. But um, it's really nice for keeping like fish and like you know I do a lot of catch and cook, so it's nice to like be able to keep fish for a long time or like cook something and just throw it in there and have like a meal prepped. Um, yeah. The truck is pretty tight, so with mm -hmm. Hannah doing a van, do you have plans of getting a bigger one of those like cargo vans and doing a build to expand on this and do more, or are you going to stick with the truck? Yeah, at some point, um, I'm, I'm kind of kicking around the idea of getting a van. The only thing I don't like about a van is that when you're driving in one, or when you're sleeping in one rather, it's like, it's yelling, I'm sleeping in this thing. Like, if you see like a decked out van that's like, you know, four wheel drive and has a little vent on the roof and like big wheels and stuff, you're like, oh, somebody's totally sleeping in this. But with my truck, like, it's kind of like that, you know, people don't really know. Like, it just could be a dude driving like a beefed up truck that's, you know, meant for like Overland or whatever. Like, it's like a whatever rig yeah it is pretty stealth like you there's no way you could tell if someone was living right yeah so i kind of like that aspect of it especially because i sleep in a lot of uh i sleep in like a lot of like suburban neighborhoods and stuff and i feel kind of weird about like having a van out there but it is super nice like it's kind of a you know give and take because you also get like a lot more headroom and it's a lot more comfortable because huh. living in a truck is not really super you know it's not like a a good idea when your environment's not good so like if i was to stay in the pacific northwest and like wanted to live in my truck in the winter, it's obviously not very easy because it's raining all the time and like I don't have a space where I can cook inside of my truck. So like I either have to eat out all the time and spend time like at public places or like sleep in my truck. So it's not like super, you know, I don't think I'd be able to do that. It would be tall. Yeah. That would be really, really hard. So, you know, getting a van at some point, yeah, I probably will. But for right now, the truck is pretty. Well, you need to get the, Marlon's got the, what's that new, the Yakima pullout, like, awning on the side of his truck. Yeah, which, awning would be super nice. Yeah, um, yeah that little shade awning. Yeah, that would be that sweet. That would, I mean, something I just, like that. The problem is, is I need one that goes over my tailgate because, like, that's, I need a work surface. Either that or I need to get, like, an awning and a table. And then that's just, it's tough because it just takes up so much space, you know, like, I'm already packed to the brim, and I use almost, like, everything in my truck, or I've used almost everything that's in there. Yeah, your truck is... Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't even hardly fit the stuff, unless we put it on his bed, yeah. but we didn't want to get his bed all soaked, because we could hardly <laughs> pack all the stuff that we had out there yesterday es with us, so... Especially with a passenger. Like, I'm not used to having passengers, so, like, my passenger seat usually just becomes, like, my... Oh, yeah. Storage. My storage. Like, my bad. Yeah. I just, like, I just, like my, my throw fault. everything over there, like, my camera bag and, like, everything, <laughs> and so, like, when somebody else is in my truck, I just, like throw everything in the back on top of all my stuff that's all organized and it just gets to be a mess so the back so like how's the back seat put together is it just like it's just lifted up and then i have i have like a i have a clothing rack back there so like i basically put like a wooden dowel between my two like i call them the oh bars the handles that are up top um i have a wooden dowel tied to those so then i have like a hangers on there and then in the back like i said i have those big hefty bins yeah, that organized right. with like you know dry food my tackle i have a wetsuit and like dive gear in one and then one of my boxes just like kind of random stuff i think there's like some stupid like a tim horton's apron in there and like just some stuff from home just some random like <laughs> How? tim horton's though i like everyone's that. gonna ask this for sure and i've seen this call i saw this comment a lot on your youtube but how do you shower <laughs> how do i shower everybody wants to know i actually don't shower okay i, I don't shower. i haven't showered for four months Ugh. i've ruined like a mold under my armpits he no. would not be allowed to stay at my house <laughs> i yeah actually the first time i showered was at my own house so thank you so much um 
No, guys, I shower like every other day. I have a gym membership to Anytime Fitness. Um, this is no, this is by no means a plug to them, but like get a gym membership. Like if you are needing to shower on the road a lot, you don't want to shower at buddies' places because it is worth the forty dollars a month. Um, Anytime's nice because it's like everywhere. Like they're coming up in a bunch of different cities, so it just makes it easy. Like I'll I've driving. never even heard of it. Do we have those out here, Clint? Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, they're they're everywhere. I've seen now. them. Yeah, yeah. I, there's not a lot, but but they're yeah, out there. Most major city, like every major city, actually that I've been to has an anytime, and like they're open any time of the day, so I can go and shower at like four in the morning if I want, or like in the middle of the night, or whatever. Figure that anytime, yeah. anytime, yeah, anytime. Huh. But you also so yesterday when we were on the beach, you bust out your freaking mm -hmm. little hose system and you start spraying off the waiter. So talk about that. What was the vision behind that? Yeah, so that was what I built before I left. <laughs> on the first trip to California, to Northern California. Um, that was just, I was, so at that time, I didn't have a gym membership, and I was worried about how I was going to stay clean on the road. And uh, I built a, like a, it's basically like a 10 foot long PVC pipe. It's four inches in diameter. Yeah, holds 10 gallons of water. Anyway, um, I built it out of PVC, and I uh, put a little air compressor, like a tire, tire valve on it, and then a faucet, so I can hook up a hose to it. And essentially, I built that so I could shower. So, like, my whole, like, first time out here, I, uh, I'd i find, like, places in the wilderness where I could pull off, and I'd put my bathing suit on, or I'd just go, like, in my birthday suit and just hose off. Take a shower Take a in shower. the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and it was usually cold. Like, <laughs> that water is supposed to heat up in there because I painted it black. Like, it's supposed to heat up with the sun, but, like, it was still pretty cold. <laughs> um, Ooh, it sounds freaking cool. I wonder if there'd be a way you could like get a heater system on it. You could. I mean, I've seen guys get all crazy with like copper piping and all sorts of stuff, but you just gotta ask yourself when it's worth it. I mean, forty dollar gym membership or that. I mean, it is nice to have now because I can have a fresh water, like or pressurized fresh water is like often overlooked when your house and uh, being able to wash dishes and like rinse off my waders or like my reels or anything. While I'm on the road, is pretty nice. Yeah, it was huge. Mm -hmm. We went on the beach yesterday, and for anyone out there that goes on the beach, especially in your waders, always make sure you spray off with fresh water. Oh, yeah. The salt water will just deteriorate that Gore-Tex. It's not good for it. Yeah. And not good for it. There's either. probably 10 pounds of sand in your truck. but Oh, yeah. There's a lot of well, sand going on. When you were telling your accident story, I thought it was going to end with you reaching and breaking the knob off or your water oh, jug yeah. breaking, mm -hmm. and I was like, well... You've had a bucket filled with clams and clam water sloshing around with no top on it in the back the whole way yeah, home. So exactly. It'll be interesting to see what the back of your truck looks like right uh, now. It's gonna, it probably stinks like something I can't smell anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Does it smell in there? It might. Does it, no, does it smell in there? You oh, I, know, I didn't go in it. I no. went in the back. No, last night. Oh, last when night? We were, when we were driving. Dude, I, I can't smell. I got a cold. When we drove there, though, did, doesn't it smell like anything? I got a cold. I can't. Oh, my. All right. He's afraid to, he's afraid to be a jerk. Yeah. Does it stink in there? No. You're such a liar. <laughs> Is it? No. Not, it's lying. going to now, though. I'm almost guaranteed. Okay. Right. Well, I, I don't know if I believe him or not right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I can tell he's lying. <laughs> it stinks in your truck. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't want to tell I you. have a cold. I have oh, a cold. Rats. I don't know, man. I might have I a can't deep smell anything. I might have to get a deep clean going on oh, in there. Oh, no, it's not good. And I'm ashamed. <laughs> Nah, it'll be fine. Just, oh, just clam juice. It's just all good. clam juice. No, so I think it does stink in there because it did smell really bad the other day because, okay, so there's two reasons. I had sturgeon bait, like the pickled oh squid, God. okay? <laughs> I had a jar of that stuff, 
and like I washed out the jar and stuff oh, or the whatever. Pickle, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh. I was gonna use it to like hold something in my truck, and like I had it like sitting in my truck, like while I parked here for like a night or two. And I went back in my truck. I'm like, what does that smell? And I was like, oh my god, it's that it's totally that pickled jar. So then I like immediately like put that in the back. And also my trash bag was sitting in there, and that had like pickle juice in it from the squid from like wiping my hands and stuff because I just got I'm done grossed out just listening to this. So I was like, Ugh. and then we were in yeah, so we were in line for like Burgerville yesterday, and I. Like, just got up and, like, threw my trash out while we were... Is that your first Burgerville experience? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was nice. I, so I got the burger today. The I, burgers are good. I went to the... I got a burger today. What'd you good. get? Pepper bacon? The biggest one, whatever the one. The, the Colossal? Half, yeah, the Colossal. Yeah, those are pretty Double. good. And I got the Chipotle mayo, and I got a large fry, and I just demolished it, because I hadn't eaten anything all day. Dude, Chipotle mayo's next level. That's what's up. That's good. Yeah, Burgerville's kind of like a staple on our fishing trips in many occasions. Oh, I love the rosemary fries and stuff. Oh, they have those. rosemary fries? Yeah. They do. So the cool but, thing about Burgerville is they do all these like seasonal, uh, these seasonal yeah, things. So they like, get a lot sometimes of they have fried asparagus. Sometimes they mm. have like rosemary fries or yeah. sweet potato fries or just whatever it is. And they buy it locally from Washington, Oregon. Oh, so it's like your guys' version of In-N-Out. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say it's as good as In-N-Out though. I yeah, freaking I'm, love I'm missing In-N-Out, In-N-Out right now. Like I'm, that's honestly the only reason that I stayed two months in California. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say you don't have those in Minnesota. Oh, absolutely not. No. Yeah. What have, uh, is what? What's like? What would be like your favorite fast food place in Minnesota? Culver's for burgers. Culver's is that the butter fried place? Yeah, dude, so good. Never heard they, of it. I think they cook them in butter, right? Yeah, that's called the butter burger. The burgers are super thin, and they have like a crust on them from being like made in butter. Yeah, like, so good. You can get like, like double water. bacon. I have to get one. Yeah, you gotta go. They got crinkle fries, like they're fat crinkle fries. They're super good. Yeah, so they got like custard, right? No, custard, they're, yeah, custard, they're known yeah. for their, their ice cream right. and their custard. Well, yeah, it's technically I think we custard. have a Culver's here. You might. Bull. Yeah, they, they. I think so. Isn't there might. one like on Fourth Plane? What is that on? I don't know. We'll have to look it up. We'll we might. Up, but Clint, you're just making stuff up. Am I? We they definitely don't have skirts. Tim Hortons. I can tell you that Timmy much. Hortons. We got yeah. we got Tim Hortons in Canada. Not Timmy's. We don't even have Timmy's. They won't let us have Tim in Minnesota. Tim Hortons, it's a, it's a, it's a staple in Canada. That and hockey. They have burgers or what? No, it's like coffee and donuts. And no, they got paninis and stuff. Well, right? yeah, yeah, I guess, but I they're must... known for their coffee and their donuts. Are the donuts good? Yeah, their donuts. Oh, are dude, they eat no Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme's what's up? I actually oh, just got dude. some. They can't, dude. Some kid just got busted for selling a. For selling donuts in Minnesota from Iowa from Krispy Kreme because they don't we don't have any Krispy Kremes in Minnesota. Was so that the guy that would buy like a hundred boxes every two hundred fifty boxes and he'd yeah. drive up and sell them? And was why do you get what? What's wrong? Krispy with that? Kreme was pissed. They were like, "You were taken away from like the people that are supposed to come down here for fun." But they, I think they now they got well. They had an oh shit because they like everybody gave him a bunch of flack. It blew up, dude. It blew up on yeah. the internet, and then they changed their tunes, and now they're allowing him to buy the donuts to resell because he's yeah. paying for college with it. That's his freaking dude. That's American dream right there. Yeah, exactly. But it's just so funny that like it just took people getting mad about it on social media for them to be like. Oh, wait, yeah, that is the right thing to do. Yeah, dude, that is messed up. Like, respect the kid's hustle. <laughs> yeah, he was picking up 250 boxes of donuts and selling them out of his truck. Well, that's crazy. That's so car. true. So, 
little little probably not very widely known fact out there in the addicts universe is I used to work at Krispy Kreme. It was one of my first no jobs. Way. And I That's started awesome. working at Krispy Kreme. I started out just like the normal little employee. Then I moved into production where I was making donuts. Then I moved into manager. Then I became like a store manager. No way. So yeah. you're like in Krispy Kreme now. So like you were in it. I was in it. Yeah. Dude. I worked like... for two and a half years. <laughs> That's awesome. Two and a half years I when I left I was a manager. I just was tired of I was making like really good money and it was cool being a manager and stuff, but yeah. I just was over like working at a donut shop. I mean, I can straight to the top. Yeah, straight to the top. Marlon moves up. Here. He's highly motivated. Yeah, two and a half successful. Years. Two and a half years. I went to the manager, but that's not what the funny part of the story was. The funny part of the story was when we opened that store because I was part of opening the whole store, dude. For days and days on end, it was like lines out the door, dude. Cars out the freaking that's streets, crazy. like yeah. the most nuts thing I'd ever seen, dude. People would do the things people would do for a free freaking donut. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the whole yeah. point, you know, is they right. turn the hot light on, you get a free donut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just... tell you what, dude, those donuts are next level. I mean, they're good. I mean, no doubt they're good. They're very uniform. They're, they're good. They're delicious. They're better just the OG one. The, this, what is it? The sour? Is it the sour cream? or The, cream the sour cream is yeah. OG, yeah. That's a good one. That one's really good. So, I remember. All their cake ones are bomb. So we used to have a Culver's, or, well. We used to have a Krispy Kreme in Minnesota, and I remember going there when I was like four years old, and I was just always in awe when they were like blazing the donuts. Yeah, well, it's cool. You get to watch the production process. Yeah. It's a genius it's marketing a ploy. Of donuts. Yeah, and you get yeah. to sit there and smell it too. It's yeah. like you're gonna definitely buy a box and you oh, walk exactly. in there and smell it. And I was, dude, I was anal about like keeping. They're really anal about like keeping their oil cleaned and making yeah. sure everything's like dialed. Like, and that's like part of being a manager. There is like you got to make sure that. That because it's right. just super important to keep the quality good. They were like anal as heck about that. Huh. That's good. Yeah, I think that's what made them so bomb. But I don't know why the hell we're talking about Christian. Well, and, and, and <laughs> yeah, all the addicts out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the closest Culver's is actually 15 hours away. It's a thousand miles, so it's got to be in the Midwest. So I don't think there's one here. Yeah, unfortunately. Right. But next time, you, next time you're close to uh, North fired. Dakota, Minnesota, or Wisconsin, I think they're in Illinois too. Just, Give it a give it a good look, huh? Or we, taste. Maybe we will just fly if you're in there down there in December. We'll just have to fly out and eat yeah. a freaking Culver's burger. Come do some come do some ice fishing. We gotta do it definitely. Take some. I want to go steelhead fishing out there. Oh yeah, Brule River in Wisconsin. That's where you want to go for steelhead out there. Go up and uh, you want to do that in the spring now. Yeah. Yeah. We got the. We got the not real steelhead. The not the, real steelhead. The Lake Superior run steelies. Um, they get to be, you know, I've known people that have caught 25 inches, like 10, 11 pounders out of there, but nothing super giant. No. But the thing about the Midwest steelhead is they get numbers in a lot of those rivers. Yeah, I mean, I know buddies that'll go out there and they've had, you know, they're, they have, they're talking about 30 fish weekends. 30 fish. 30 we don't get that here as much anymore there are streams that are target rich environments but in most areas in the pacific northwest if you go out and you hook five or six steel in a weekend you did good yeah i mean you're working with stuff that's between you know 10 inches all the way up to 30 but for the most part they're you know that 20 inch range yeah what's the next big goal what's what is the next big thing you're going to do to take it to the next level i just want to knock out this winter camping stuff that's the big thing that's been burning a hole in my mind right now um I've been thinking about it like ever since I started my YouTube channel. Like so, that was last winter. I've been thinking about it, and now I finally like just I'm just gonna do it. Um, but then after that, I think 
I want to do some more saltwater stuff. I don't know what that's going to look like. I might be uh, might be going to Costa Rica here in like February or something. So Sweet. one of my buddies is going to live out there for a month. So I might uh, go join him out there for a little bit, see what's up there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Just I'm going. I'm taking it day by day, but I, I feel like I'm learning stuff as I go. Yeah, it's cool, and I yeah. think that's what's cool about going in all these different areas too, and fishing with different anglers is. You're like picking up new skills along the way everywhere yeah. you go and learning about new species that helps you just become a better fisherman along the way. Yeah, no, 100%. It's super, super cool. We are going to be doing some trips too coming up. One That's of my goals that this summer for sure, we're going to, I've been wanting to catch an alligator gar, one of those big giant yeah. monster ones. That'd be sweet. So I'm going to do that this summer for sure. Heck yeah. But I don't really know what else we're going to do. Clint, what are you doing? Whatever you tell me to do, I don't know. <laughs> Editing podcasts and filming live feeds, you oh, know, man, living, living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> living the dream. Heck yeah. Well, all right, guys. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this podcast. It was fun having Mav in the Northwest. Do not forget about all these videos we got coming out. So make sure you go over and subscribe to his channel. We'll put a link down below. Do not forget also, leave us a review. If you're on iTunes or Spotify or any of those platforms, please, it helps us a lot if you guys just leave us a review. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you on the river. Later, guys. See ya.